Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shalom Adar Shem Shloshim Yom. Today is the third day in our quest to learning all about the holiday of Hanukkah. So I wanted to talk about uh, a, a woman's role in the Hanukkah story, a heroine's role in the Hanukkah story, and how it influences not only one, but two specific halachos that come off as a result of this story. So let's dive right into our best friend over the past few days, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, talks extensively about Hanukkah. Let's dive right in. In Hanukkah, unlike all the other holidays, other than Purim, because Purim, of course, also was decreed by the, by, the, by the rabbis and not from the Torah, but Hanukkah and Purim are the only exceptions of the only holidays that don't have any yantif on it. If you think about it, all the other holidays, they have a yantif that takes place corresponding to it. Hanukkah and Purim, because they're, because they're rabbinic, they didn't. But the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch is fleshing this out. He says that you're not allowed to do any work on it. Um, you are allowed to do, excuse me, you are allowed to do any work on it. That's the exception. However, the, however, women have a custom that once the candles are lit, they don't do work, at least for the first half hour, which is, doesn't, the Kitzur Shulchan doesn't say it explicitly, but commentaries say, because think about it, if you have candles that last for two hours, then it might be a little bad for a woman to just have to sit there and just think and do nothing for, for two hours. She's got stuff to do. She's got business calls to take. She's got laundry to fold. And, and like and like it says, she, 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 but she's allowed to cook because that has an immediate, that has an immediate um, result that is reciprocated from that action. And this is talking more about long-term work. Like we said, a business call or folding laundry for the next day. Those are things that, that can be pushed off and you can wait 30 minutes. By the time but why are the women more stringent about this? Why are they more machmir about this? Because there was a very strong zera against the against young Jewish women. What was it? That the, as they were about to get married, they had to they had to sleep. They had to have relations with the Roman general. Disgusting, disgusting decree done by the Greeks. Um, I think I said Romans like two seconds ago. My bad. Done by the Greeks. The the Greek general, they, they made the these, these women um, have relations with them before their wedding. Awful degree. Um, and, and so what does it have to do with anything? Because in order to remember how strict and hor- and horrible these these rules and these gzeros were, they are able to fully appreciate the salvation that came from the miracle of Hanukkah. Also another thing, that a woman capitalized on a huge amount of of the nace. Bas Yochan, who is this woman? Bas Yochanan Kohen Gadol, Yafist Am Toar Mod. So the daughter of Yochanan Kohen Gadol, she was a very beautiful young girl. And so the disgusting, ruthless king wanted to wanted to sleep with her, wanted to have relations with her. Vamrelo. And so, and so she said to him, because she's not going to say no, she demanded it, otherwise she'd be put to death. And so she said to him, she came up with a plan. I will fulfill your request on one condition. You have to eat these cheese dishes. So he thought to himself, what's the big deal? Some cheese dishes, I don't care. And so he ate the cheese dishes. But what was her intentions with this? You know, it sounds like the end of of Sefer Bracious with every word starting with a vav, every parsha. Anyways, um, so so she so she says to him, she says she 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 says eat this cheese because she knows 
in her heart of hearts, that cheese is very salty. And if she, and if he, if it's salty, he's going to say, ugh, give me something to drink. Like, it's so salty. So she's going to give him wine and more wine and more wine and more wine until he gets drunk. He passes out. And then, and then, and then he could be at her disposable, at her disposal. So what she, what she do? So she killed him and she brought his body to Yerushalayim once, once he was, once he was knocked out. So once the general uh, in Yerushalayim who was ruling over the Jews saw, saw that their king was dead, he and, and, and the whole army fled away. And so she had an incredibly important role, an incredibly integral role, in ensuring the victory of the Jewish people, which is one of the reasons why why girls cannot work, um, and and why women cannot work while the candles are lit. And finishes off with another halacha. Lachain, there are some people who have the who have the minhag leechol maachle chalav bechanaka. So just like. Just like oil played a huge role in the miracle of Hanukkah at the end of the of the story of Hanukkah, when when they only had enough oil for one day and it lasted for eight days, um, and, and just just like that, just like how oil played such an integral role, and now we recognize that by making oily foods such as latkes and such as jelly donuts, um, what. Um, what we do, what what there are, some people have the minhag, and now I'm realizing this is actually true. Although I didn't realize it until now, is that some people have the minhag to eat dairy foods as to commemorate how she used this milk and how she used this cheese in order to take down the Greeks. Interesting, interesting halacha. And so, if the story sounds familiar at all, because I know when I read the story and when I read this kids shulchanach, I said, wait, doesn't this sound like something? And the answer, it does. And if this does sound like something to you, I'm very proud of you because that means that you are an avid learner, learner of Navi, and I can respect that because I happen to very much enjoy Navi. So this is from the story of Shoftim. This is in. We're right now in the middle, or we're under the we're under the the prophet um, Devorah Nevi'ah, and we're in the middle of a battle between um, between between Balak, Balak, no Barak. Oof, that was close. Between Barak, who is the general of 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 Bnei Israel. And Sisera, who's the general of Canaan. And, and just to catch you up on where we're at right now, because it, it's about to make sense in a second, Sisera's he's he's getting his army beat up all over the place. They're getting absolutely destroyed by Eretz Yisrael, even though Eretz Yisrael have much smaller numbers, which is again a common theme with this Hanukkah story. And you'll see some more common themes as we keep going on. And so Sisera is running away from running away from battle because he fears for his life because his whole army is getting destroyed, and so he runs to the tent of this guy named Chever Hakeni, who was it's not really so clear whether he's Jewish, whether he's not Jewish, whether he's Canaanite. We don't really know. All we know is that he has a good relationship with the king, with the king at the time Yavin, the the king of um the king of Canaan. Uh, it says Yavin Melchator. He's, he's the king of Canaan, and so and, and so we're we're told. That this that this that this man that this man um Hever has 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 a good relationship with the, with the king Yavin. Anyways, so Sisra runs there, but instead of Yavin finding there, he finds Yavin's wife Yael. And what happens? And so she says, "Come in, come in. Like, don't be scared. Come in. I'll, I'll protect you." And so he runs in. 
an Kitzamasi, Vatiftach es naod hachalov, Vatishku, Vatichsel. And so he says, he says, give me some water, I'm thirsty. And he's, he's exhausted, and, and that's why he's thirsty. But he's so exhausted that he didn't notice that Yael didn't reach for the water jug, but she reached for the milk jug and poured him milk, and he hastily gulped it up and didn't even notice that he was being fed milk. Sound familiar yet? And he says, stand out, stand out at, the, at, the, at the edge of the tent, and if someone comes in, um, and, and says, hey, is somebody if so, is somebody in your tent? Is there a man in your tent? And she should say no. And so she said, okay, fine, I'll tell them that. And And so and so Yael, she took the the pin, the stake of the tent, and then she picked up a hammer. And then it was when he was when he was when he was asleep, when when Sisera was was falling asleep. Um, and he was tired and he was exhausted. He was he was asleep, and she tiptoed up to him, and she took the pin and she took the temple, and you can and she took the sorry she took the the pin, and she took her uh, her hammer and she hit the hammer and hit the stake, and you can imagine what happened as Sisera as Sisera as Sisera was dead. Interestingly, Rashi comments on this pasuk that why did she choose a stake as opposed to a sword in order to kill him? Because this way, if he woke up in the middle, she would she would she would be able to maintain her cover and just say, "No, I was just pitching up the tent." Interesting quote by Rashi. But anyways, she she kills she kills him as he fell asleep from drinking the milk. And so Barak is is running by. He's looking for Sisra. He's looking to capture the the opposing general. And Yao went out out of her tent, and she, and she said, "Hey, you're looking for Sisra. You might want to check my tent." He said, "Okay." So he looks. He goes inside the tent, and he sees Sisra dead on the floor. And so very interesting to see to see the contrast. What what happened? So we could say that it's a coincidence that there's two different stories, but I like to have a different approach, which is that this daughter, if we go back to our to our kids of Shulchanarch, this daughter of Yochanan Kohen Gadol was definitely a very learned girl, as her father is a Kohen Gadol. So she probably was very learned. She probably learned this story of Yael and Sisra. And so once she got once she got abducted by this king, she she most likely remembered how what did what did Yael do when she was in the presence of a Russia. She she fed him milk and she she made him fall asleep, and so that's what that's what she did. Um, that's what Yochanan Cohen Gadol's daughter did. Very very similar stories. And now we see the importance of learning learning from history, not just to look at history as the past and 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 look and and just look past it, pun intended, but that you should that you should look at history and what happened and learn from that. Learn what people did wrong and do better, and learn what people did right, and try to mimic their actions, especially when it comes to Torah. There's so many lessons, which is why even thousands and thousands of years after the Torah was originally given, we're still learning Parshas Shavuah because there's still our lesson. There still are lessons for our lives and still things for us to learn. Okay, back to halacha. 
And so, from a purely halachic perspective, after now knowing this history of women and the Hanukkah story, we can now say that if you have enough candles, and if you have enough um, Hanukkiahs, again, because they're not chayev in it, because women aren't chayev in mitzvah sh- um, asay shizman groma, but if you have enough, it would be preferable for women to be able to light the Hanukkah candles. And there's a quote that sums this up, that says that, says that involves women's involvement with the Hanukkah story that says that women also not only were they in this well not only were they were they in the the Hanukkah story not only were they saved as well but they took an active role just as much as someone like the Hashmonaim just as much as as Yehuda and some of the other Hashmonaim um there were many women who had a very strong and integral role with the Hanukkah story and we also see from here the importance of learning from history and the importance not just to look at the past as something that happened a long time ago, but to look at something that can guide our lives for the future. I hope that you are excited because we are now one day closer to the holiday of Hanukkah. Have a wonderful day.